This is Nuclear Knowledge. A production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies. Welcome to the latest episode of Nuclear Knowledge, a podcast of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies, where we always encourage you to think deterrence. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about the cost of nuclear deterrence. So let me walk you through the financial side of it. So you've probably heard that we're thinking about spending over a trillion dollars, the actual numbers, $1.2 trillion over the next couple of decades to modernize and operate the nuclear triad of bombers, submarine launch ballistic missiles, and ICBMs, intercontinental ballistic missiles. Now, a trillion dollars sounds like a lot of money, and I've always tried to picture myself uh, in a pool filled with $1,000 bills, you know, just swimming around in that pool. Well, that pool, if it's an Olympic-sized pool, might hold that trillion dollars. But if it's a pool like would be in our backyard, it wouldn't quite be enough. So a trillion dollars is a lot of money. But let's really put that into context. So if we're going to spend a trillion dollars over 20 years on nuclear deterrence, that's about $50 billion a year. So of that $1 trillion, about $450 billion is going to be spent on modernization. Now, that means we're going to build the B-21 bomber, and we'll build about 100, the Sentinel ICBM, and we'll build about 400, the Columbia-class submarine, we'll build about 12, and then the long-range strike cruise missile. And we don't have an exact number on those. Plus, we're going to be doing some warhead modifications and and some upgrades to the, the weapons themselves. And then the other, about $550 billion, is going to be spent on the standard operations and maintenance of all of the old B-52s and the B-2s and the B-1 bombers and even though B-1s are not nuclear capable, but it's going to be spent on that and on the current submarines and on the current Minuteman three ICBMs. So it's a combination of modernization and operation and maintenance. And that's what this estimated one to 1.2 trillion is going to be spent on. Now let's think about the federal uh, budget. So in 2022, the federal budget was $6.2 trillion. Now, if we were to forecast that out over the next 20 years, that would be about $125 trillion, assuming the budget didn't go up for 20 years, which it always does. But let's just assume it was the same. So, what does that mean? We're spending 
on nuclear weapons. Well, if the budget's $6.2 trillion and we're spending about $50 to $55 billion a year, that means we're spending .0087% of the federal budget on nuclear weapons. .0087%. Now, that's not much money. So when some folks in the disarmament community might say that we can't afford nuclear weapons, I would ask you to think about what we do spend on nuclear weapons, 0.0087%. Now, let's put that into a little bit more context. First off, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Studies, which operates Medicare and Medicaid, the programs, estimates that it annually loses 70 to $90 billion a year to waste, fraud, and abuse in Medicare and Medicaid. Now, that alone is more than the total cost of the nuclear deterrent. Now, let me ask you folks, how many of you have ever heard of the fact that Medicare and Medicaid lose 70 to $90 billion a year. I bet you you didn't even know it. But yet, that's a fact. And we've never heard people decrying that loss, but yet we hear folks decrying the fact that they say we can't afford the nuclear deterrent. The simple fact is, it's imminently affordable. Now let's also put it into some more context. So the average American family according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, spends about $12,000 a year in medical insurance. $12,000 a year. That's actually quite a bit, but insurance is important. And I offer you the insurance example because I think of nuclear weapons as the ultimate sovereignty insurance. You might buy a firewall, Kaspersky, or... Uh, McAfee or whatever, because you want to try to ensure the security of your computer. You might buy cameras because you want to secure your home. You put door locks. You do all sorts of things. You buy car insurance, which is estimated to cost the average American family about $7,000 a year. Now, what do you think the cost of sovereignty insurance is? That is the nuclear arsenal. Well, it costs the average American taxpayer about $200 a year. That's right, $200 a year. And what does it buy you? It buys you the freedom from attack from our peer adversaries. So at $200 a year, the ability to not be attacked by the Soviets, now the Russians, the Chinese, the North Koreans, a potential Iranian adversary, I think it's certainly worth it. Now, let me offer you a couple more facts. So for you to pay for this sovereignty insurance that I'm selling you, what does it take? Well, it takes you giving up 
one Starbucks double whip mocha frappe with two pumps of syrup and a drizzle on top. Giving that up once a week. That's what I'm asking you to do. Now, is that affordable? Certainly it is. Now, let me offer you one final fact about the cost. If you take Coke, not Pepsi, not RC, not any of the other uh, beverages that you may drink, just Coke. Americans spend about as much on Coke as we spend on the nuclear arsenal each year. So I leave you with that parting fact because you, as you think about the cost of nuclear weapons and what they provide you, sovereignty insurance, I certainly think they're worth it and affordable. A production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies.